podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Hopefully y'all heard me, if y'all didn't. Um, welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. We are on episode number 103, I think, right? So you got 102 more episodes before this. I think I got a couple episodes where I've miscounted, so we probably hit 100 about one or two episodes ago. But anyways, if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 and then on LinkedIn, t- Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story, okay? Um, reach out to me, private message me, DM me, whatever it is. I really appreciate that. Uh, if you have any questions, please, I-, I don't mind getting on a phone call or answering your private messages, th- DMs or whatever, so reach out to me anytime. Um, I also have some templates, some email templates. Um, some of them are a little outdated, but kind of gives you a basis. Um, I- like I told y'all, I'm more towards going lean- leaning more towards video uh, templates versus actual uh, Word templates. But reach out to me. I actually have goal sheets too, so uh, I will get those goal sheets over to you if you ask. All right. So with that being said, let's get into this episode. Oh, oh, by the way, if you like the content of this podcast, please give me a five-star review, whatever platform you're listening listening to this on. Uh, So this gets into the hands of people that either need it or need a refresher or whatnot. I don't think anybody's too above um, any kind of, you know, level to take what somebody else has to say and learn from it, okay? So with that being said, I'm going to private message, DM, um, send it in a text message, post screen, or uh, um, screenshot it, whatever, car, hashtag car sales 101. Make sure you are getting this out there to the public, um, to your friends and family and everything like that. Really appreciate that, okay? So one of the things I really kind of want to talk about today, um, and I have been noticing this in my training, um, two things really I want to talk about. Um, one thing is you got to train for what you expect, okay? Um, and this kind of goes out to the managers and also the salespeople too. But the thing is, is that the thing that I was at a church thing this morning and one of the words that he said or one of the phrases that he said that he heard from somebody else was, um, you don't rise to the opportunity, you uh, lower to the level that you train for, right? And so, and it's very key. I mean, it's one of those things that we, we, we do in, the, in anything, whether it be in car sales or um, anything in life, you know, if you wanted to be a professional basketball player and you were out and given the opportunity to play on the court with some uh, athletes, would you rise to the level or would you um, lower to the level that you're, you're trained for? So if you didn't train very long, you would lower to that level because that's, that's all you know. That's all you really know how to do, how to do and how to be. So with that being said, you know, it's that you have to take that time to train and train and train and train so that way whenever that opportunity opportunity does arrive, um, you are at that level already, okay? Um, so with that being said, you know, the thing is, and, I, and I, I've been preaching this for a long time, and I did it this week actually, is all of our new hires, we hired them in a batch, and that was probably one of the first times we've hired them in a batch. Um, I'm taking them and I'm training them one-on-one uh, and in a group setting for, you know, two days now. Um, they have today off just like me, so tomorrow we're going to get back to that training. That way they go out there and they rise to the level that we've trained them to. Too often in the car business, what we do is we sit there and we train salespeople and, you know, this goes on, this this falls on the, 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 the shoulders of salespeople out there, but we train salespeople to be um, to know it as, as, as we hire them, right? Like everybody should know this because, you know, it's just simple common sense, right? And that's not the case at all. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, that just come in second nature to, um, both managers, 
um, and you know, elite salespeople and finance managers that when we hire somebody and we don't train them at all, or we train them like half, half assly, um, we run into the fact that they don't know anything. And when they come to the sales tower asking us questions, we get very frustrated, pissed off and upset. Right. And, you know, we created that conflict. We created that situation um, by not training your salespeople, by not training them how to put a customer in a CRM, by not telling them at what level they should put the customer in the CRM, by not telling them to, you know, have them do an early management TO. Um, there's all sorts of things that we don't do, like how to download the app for whatever CRM you're using if you want to do that, how to record a video. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. How to prospect and actually get a customer versus, hey guys, you know, you got to work your own database. Well, they don't know what their own database is. They don't know how to use Facebook. They don't know how to use um, their phone to let somebody know, hey, I just started in the car business. They don't know that stuff. And when you get frustrated with them, that's your own fault. You know, that's what you create as a manager, as a finance manager. Now, on that same fold, you as a salesperson have to understand that these guys are speaking at a much higher level than, you know, what you're used to or what you know, okay? Um, and, I, and, I, and I highly believe, though, if you are even in the car business for a while and you started a new dealership, I think that you need to learn from that dealership, you know, what, what their processes are in place. Don't be above the fact that I've been in the car business for 10 years. I don't need to go through training. I think you need to go through training because that way you can learn the nuances of the dealership and, you know, the amenities and everything that they try to portray out there as a dealership, right? For, for example, when you're hiring somebody, right? And even this goes for salespeople that are looking for a job. If you don't ask the proper questions, you're not going to get the um, right insights of the dealership you're going to look for, okay? So, for example, if you believe in a culture that is, you know, very transparent or that is, you know, very um, um, hourly driven to the customer or to the salesperson having their time off um, or it's very money motivated, whatever that is, you need to find out what the culture of that business is you know, what they believe in, what they stand for. And you can do that through a couple simple ways by just asking them, going on their website, checking out their Facebook feed and figuring out what makes them different and why you want to go work there. Um, and in that same instance, you as a manager need to understand when you're hiring somebody, you're hiring them into a culture and you want to make sure that they fit that culture. Um, so very often, so very often we hire salespeople that have left one dealership to come to another dealership and we don't discuss what both of our intentions are. You know, for instance, I was interviewing a salesperson yesterday and um, he is used to work for a dealership that I, I know the GM and the GSM at. And basically, you know, I kind of figured out, well, I want to know what was his goal in coming to work for us and why he did want to come work for us. And I laid it out there and we kind of both discussed each other. That way there wasn't no ill intention or any idea that, you know, that whenever he did come on, we didn't fulfill what he wanted to and we and he didn't feel what we wanted to. So, you know, that's one of the key things whenever you go to work for a dealership. So that's why even if you've been in the business for 10 years, five years, three years, and you do go to a dealership and they have some sort of level of beginning of training, you need to sit there and, and go up in that training. You need to be an active member in that training and learn how um, the dealership works, how the dealership operates and how, you know, you're going to fit into that piece of, of being successful there at the dealership. Um, so when you are training, this is managers and this is salespeople in general, when you are training, training as if it's a real world situation. Train as if, if you could have, if you could, if you had a blank slate for some of your salespeople, um, those that haven't been in the car business, if you had a blank slate and you had to go back to where you were at the beginning in, in, the, in the car business, um, how would you want to be trained and how would you want to, um, 
how if you could write your own book and you could write your own manual, how would you write that manual and how would you teach that to your salespeople? Um, and, and I think that's very key. You know, one of the things is as managers, what we shy away from is we shy away from the fact that um, we don't know how to train or we don't want to train. And I think that's important in the car business that you need to learn how to get up in front of salespeople and convey the message or convey what made you successful in the car business. Convey that to the salespeople. Help them be successful. Teach them how to be successful. Don't get frustrated with them. Walk through the sales process with them because I can tell you at, at this point in my career um, that when I walk through the sales process, it's a little bit different from whenever I started in the car business. The whole steps to the sale really haven't changed. Um, they all stay the same. You know, you got to establish a pour. You got to do a meet and greet. Um, you have to sit there and do, you know, the uh, early manager TO. You have to sit there and go get their trade, trade appraised. You have to do a demo drive. You have to do a walk around. None of that stuff really changes. That's a part of the process to sell a car, right? Now, do those processes sometimes get changed due to the fact we're in the digital age? Yes, they do. Highly. 100% they do get changed. But, you know, sometimes you as a manager, when you walk that salesperson through the process, you learn a little bit and you pick up a little bit of the new, of what's going on new in the car business that you didn't, that you didn't experience, you know, a while back, right? Uh, for instance, when you go out there and negotiate with a customer, you learn a lot more than what you did in the past. You know, the thing is, is as a manager, um, and the way salespeople look at you is they look at you as, you know, guidance and help. And I know this for, for, for the, I know this to be true is that when a salesperson comes to you at the sales tower, it's because they ran out of talent or they don't know what to say. And so what they're asking you to do is come out there and help them. When you give that item away or you start discounting or you do whatever it is at the very beginning, you're not closing a car deal, right? What you need to go out there is figure out how you're going to get this customer to buy without discounting them. Um, and that's what I think we sometimes get lost in the car business is we think, oh, now I got to go out there and I have to give it away, right? But did I train my salesperson properly to overcome this objection, to learn to sit there and how to be successful whenever they were faced with this, this objection or whatnot? And that's what's key. That's what's pertinent when it comes to um, hiring and training and teaching the culture that you want them to learn. And that's why I always tell everybody, you know, if you take that time to train that salesperson, they're going to be more successful or they have a chance of being more successful than what you think. Um, so that's the first half of this podcast. I think I'm up for a commercial break. So just give me one minute and I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back. Did y'all listen to the Spotify one or the Anchor one, right? I don't know which one y'all listen to. Okay, guys, now that I've talked about the training a little bit and what our job as managers are and the responsibility of that, this is what your responsibility as a salesperson is, right? Some of y'all are visual. Some of y'all are, you know, I got to take notes. Some of y'all are on-the-job training. Some of y'all are, you know, hey, I got to do this a million times in order to get this act down, which is much like me. I have to sit there. I'm on the job. I have to do it. I have to get my hands dirty with it, but I have to repeat it multiple times. That way it becomes second nature in me, right? So with that being said, when a salesperson or a sales manager is training you, it's your job to take that lesson uh, and take it and, 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 and digest it, right? Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes in the business, we, you as salespeople um, get the fact that now they're teaching me, now I have to do this every time. It becomes more of a robotic motion, um, not reactive, but robotic, right? So what I mean by that is, is if the customer says, hi, you say, hi, how are you doing, right? You don't sit there and say, hey, what's going on today? 
you know, it's, it's almost robotic, right? Where you're taking the person out of the uh, uh, equation. So what you need to do is take what they teach you, right? And, 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 and I have no problem with giving uh, salespeople examples um, personally, but that's the thing. Whenever the manager's teaching, you ask them to give you examples. Say, hey, how would you do this? What would you do? And stuff like that. Uh, and once again, that's your job as a manager is to teach them what you learned, how you customize it towards you, right? So don't become a robot of what you're being taught, okay? Take that as a baseline, right? As a pure baseline of this is how I need to do this. So that goes as simple as doing a meet and greet, right? How do I become successful and get a customer in the door by doing a meet and greet, right? Am I doing the meet and greet in a motion that's robotic and not listening to the customer? Or am I doing a meet and greet where I'm listening to the customer, they're telling me what they want, right? Hey, they want to look at F-150s. Can we go out on the lot and look? No, Mr. Customer, you're more than welcome to go look out on the lot. I just know for a fact that I can. I know this inventory. I not only have what's in the front, but I also have stuff in the back. And we also have, you know, sister dealerships that do have uh, excess inventory. But I can pretty much, you know, narrow it down to, you know, probably uh, a good bunch of units that we have here, maybe five to ten. And we can go out and I can bring them up to you. Um, and then we can take them for a test drive, right? And that's what happens sometimes is that, you know, what we do sometimes is we make the customer, the salesperson so robotic. And that you as a salesperson become so robotic, you don't know how to overcome objections, Right. And that's when I think you take the person person out of it, right? So what you need to do is need to have that ability and that 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 know-how and that learn-how that you need to be a blank slate, right? I don't care if you've been in the car business three years, five years. Every once in a while, whenever I learn something and I try to you know uh, um, um, put it into process or put it into play, at whether I where I work or whatnot, I try to be a blank slate, right? I try to sit there and go, you know what? How do I become, you know, 100, 100% a student of whatever it is somebody's about to teach me? And that's the thing, right? You have to know what it takes to be that blank slate. Man, I'm just going on here. Anyways, that was way off. That didn't even make any sense, guys. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to sit there and you have to look at the fact that, you know what? This person might know more than me, or this person knows as much as me, but he has a different outlook and he has a different view of me, view of me right? And that's why it's important for if you're either a new salesperson in the car business completely, or you've been in the business for a while, to sit there and have a blank slate when somebody teaches you. You know, there's sometimes we have bad habits we don't even know in the car business. Um, and the thing is, um, those bad habits need to be broken, right? You know, I always tell people in the car business, the car business is not the same that it was five years ago, right? You need to be a little bit different. You need to be able to stand out a little bit more than what you previously did. And that and that goes for the simple fact is, you know, don't sit there and say, you know, we, I would, this is what we did five years ago or this is what we did 10 years ago. And that goes for managers too. You need to sit there and uh, keep up with the market and see what's going on, whether, you know, it's five years later, uh, six months later, or you know what happened, you know a year ago. You have to figure out what's different in the market. Whereas digital is is not. It's been in the car business, but it's taking it more by storm. Um, that you need to sit there and learn how to be more digital in the in the in the business we are today. But let's go back to the fact is that you do not need to be a robot when you when you go to sell cars, right? And and the thing is, is when somebody teaches you something, um, and this is the way I take it. Um, and like I'm saying, this is really kind of more of a rant kind of podcast. Um, because I wanted to make sure that you were trained right, your, your manager's training you right, I just don't want you to be a robot. When they're training you, um, I always watch YouTube videos, right? I watch YouTube videos, I listen to podcasts, um, I don't listen to my podcasts, I'd be kind of uh, narcissistic, 
But I listen to other podcasts to hear other views and insights. Um, whenever I sit there and you know I'm having a, a slump or I want to figure something out, you know uh, I, I've, I've read the book Ali Raid. Ali Raid is a salesperson. I'm a sales manager, but the guy makes more money than I do. If he's going to say something that's of worth any value, which probably a lot of what he says has value, I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to sit there and take that time and listen to what Ali Rada has to say. Same thing for same thing for Frank Kernight, right? I'm going to listen to what they have to say because they've been in the car business. They sell more cars than what, what I do sometimes as a dealership does, okay? So that's the thing. You have to sit there and have that ability to listen to what somebody says, even though they may not be level, they might they may be levels below you in what we consider uh, the car business world. Um, but that's the thing, guys. You have to truly understand that you have to be a blank slate, okay? Being that blank slate, you have to listen to people. You need to know that you can't be a robot in, in that instance, okay? So whenever a salesperson uh, is learning, whether it be from me or whether it be from your managers or whether it be from you know YouTube videos or podcasts, um, they're really just setting a foundation down for you. They're setting you, hey, this is how you do this, okay? Um, but it's not 100% that way every time. And the reason why that is, is every salesperson and every customer has a different personality, right? Um, it's not like you're going to the grocery store and you're going to the checkout line and it's very robotic, it's very mundane. And that's why most of the time grocery store clerks don't get paid a whole lot because there's no thought process involved in it, right? Um, because nobody comes back to a grocery store to visit that grocery store clerk, even though they probably see them over and over again. And if they are going to the grocery store and they're going to check out, they're going to go see the same grocery store clerk that they're always used to, even though they might have a couple more that they, they could choose from. It's just that that's who they feel comfortable with. So, you know, that's the thing. You are dealing with two totally different personalities, one your personality and one the personality of the customer. So you can't be a robot in that fashion. You need to learn how to um, listen to what the manager says and transfer that into the customer and learn how to transfer that energy amongst each other, right? <clears throat> Sorry, man, I have got some bad gas. And you want to sit there and transfer that energy amongst you and the customer, right? So when a sales manager is training you, be a blank slate. Be able to learn. Take the word tracks. Take the you know phrases. Take the process and, and take that and learn it and be a student of it. When you're a student of that and you learn how to do it, it's easy to transfer that into the customer and show them how, um, show them, show them what it takes to uh, buy a car and, and stuff like that. So a little bit off topic, I kind of went on a rant there, um, but I want to finish off with this because uh, I'm getting towards the end. Guys, whenever a customer comes to you um, and, and the training that you've got, the training that you've gotten, that you've, you know, that you've gotten in, in process, sorry, I'm repeating myself, and then the um, um, ability to not be a robot, um, Ali Rada says it best, you know, you're, you're like a doctor, right? The customer comes into you, you're going to give them a prescription on what best fits their needs based on the car that they're looking for, the budget that they're looking for, and what's going to fulfill their needs um, for everyday purposes that they're using this for. You know, whether they're using it to commute, whether they're using this to um, be able to, um, you know, transport, you know, haul stuff if it's a truck, um, whether they're using it to start a business for, you know, transit uh, or a Dodge, you know, uh, Mega Ram, whatever they're called, you know, or if this is just a luxury item and this is what they're using to show off, um, you're the doctor and you're going to prescribe the vehicle that best fits their needs and you're going to be their, their, their go-to guy. And that's the thing. When you encompass all this stuff, you know, the training that you get from your manager 
and you as a manager training your salesperson in the process, they're going to be the physician's assistant. They're going to be the doctor to the customer when they come in so they can give them the right prescription to buy the right vehicle. Um, so guys, um, that's, that's really, really, really all I got. Um, but it's important to remember, you have to be able to be a student of this business. You have to be able to learn. You can never be above anything else because there's always somebody out there, always something new that there is to learn in the car business. Sorry, I went on too much of a little ramble here and there. Um, I went off topic a little bit. Probably didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, but guys, I hope I got my point across. Uh, another thing is, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with everybody um, in a private message, DM, text message. I don't care. Uh, if y'all want to connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, LinkedIn, at TNCDad2728. Um, no, that's, that's Instagram, at TNCDad2728. LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Um, and I've told you on previous podcasts, guys, if you want to sit there and you're getting tired of getting internet leads from the car dealership, uh, reach out to me. I'll show you my affiliate link on how to uh, create create websites. Uh, well, my affiliate link is is what you would have to click on, sign up, and then it's 14-day free trial. After that, you can sign up and do it for sure. Um, there's a lot of uh, resources out there to teach you how to use that. Uh, it's not hard. It's actually very easy. Um uh, I'm using it for one of our raffle giveaways that we're about to uh, do for a bike. Um, and it's very simple, very easy. So if you want to reach out to me, I'll share that affiliate link with you. Um, cause I honestly think that car business, uh, internet leads are not, um, going away, but they're not holding the value that they used to based on a couple books that I've read and stuff like that. Um, last thing is, um, guys, um, if you, uh, if you did get content, great content this out, share it with somebody, but please give me a five-star review. I truly appreciate that. Like I've told you before, we're going to end this podcast. Um, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. It is what you make it. Uh, the very last thing is we all win when we all win. So make sure you're sharing this information, information with everybody. And guys, I apologize. I'm talking too fast. I got a lot on my mind, but I love you guys and uh, look forward to connecting with you. All right, guys. Peace.